this episode is about Cook Islands. Yep. Yeah, it is. The Cook Islands, they're a South Pacific group of islands. Uh, they're located sort of north and east of New Zealand. There's 15 major islands that make up the Cook Islands. The main one and the one that most people will visit is called Rarotonga because it has the uh, big international airport. That's the language they speak, isn't it? They speak English mainly, yeah? Yeah. And Rarotongan. And New Zealand, and that New Zealand, Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand, which is oh, obviously no. English. <laughs> no, no, no. They also speak British and American. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, they lots of um, New Zealanders. <laughs> we better cut that bit out. <laughs> We're not cutting that out. That was brilliant. Anyway, um, okay, they speak English mainly, definitely. Yes. We'll talk about mainly Rarotonga being the one that most people go to um, because there is yeah, several, diff- well, 15 main islands. So um, Rarotonga is hilly in the centre mm-hmm. and obviously tropical. So it's in the South Pacific. It's got lots of palm trees, lots of coconut trees, very um, laid back, very small, really, really small um, island. It's actually 32 kilometres the total circumference and it has one road that goes around the entire outside and um, that road is on the coast and when you go back from that road it's farmland and mountains in the middle. How do you know there's a road? Because I visited there and I rode around the island. Um, I did it in three or four hours I think and that was stopping to look at things along the way and they actually have really cool little beach bars as well all the way around the island so that included stopping at them for a drink and a chat and some food um so yeah that's an awesome thing to do if you're in the cook islands so you made it the whole way around in four hours while stopping to drink yeah that's pretty good isn't it and it has waterfalls um the center has some beautiful waterfalls and it actually has some amazing Uh, trekking and hiking if you like that kind of thing up and down the mountains that are in the middle of it so you can walk from one side to the other up and over the mountain which is a pretty full-on walk but a lot of people do it what's it look like to someone that hasn't been it looks like uh, an island with some gorgeous beaches it's circled by a reef so you have inside the reef all your snorkeling and lagoons and on the outside, it's a deep ocean, um, so you can do a lot of game fishing, deep water fishing mm. as well. But inside the reef, it's sheltered. You can do snorkeling, kayaking, um, and then pretty much it's just a, a ring of beach the whole way around the island where all your resorts sit. Um, it does have a little bit of a wet season. Well, it does have a wet season, actually, because it is quite high. Um, it's tropical. It's tropical. So that runs from from roughly November through to sort of um, May, April, April, May. So the best time, you can travel there. You just might get that afternoon rain at that time of year. But um, sort of May to October is your driest time. How's the economy? Quite a good economy. Uh, they have tourism being their major industry. Um, they actually very, I think they're very house proud and very proud of their country. They have very nicely kept gardens and homes. Okay, so how do you get around the island? 
Okay, so there's an international airport and you land at that. Um, we have flights direct from Sydney in Australia or if you're coming out of anywhere else, you need to go via Auckland. So that is probably the hardest part about the Cook Islands is sometimes it's a little difficult. The transit times don't really match in Auckland. So, um, But we do have some direct flights from Sydney now. Um, which is fantastic. Now, once you get there, there are obviously buses that can pick you up. There are taxis, but um, and that will get you to your hotel. But most people will use uh, scooters while they're on the island, which are easy to hire, and they are only about sort of $20 a day. They're really cheap to, to have. Um, and it was funny, though, when I was there because the barge that brings in the fuel actually broke down. And this is what you don't realise when we don't live on a little tiny island in the middle of the South Pacific, that the whole island had no fuel. So you'd go to every single station and it would say, um, you know, we have no petrol. So I was really impressed to see that everybody that lived on the island was basically siphoning fuel out of their scooters to give their friends and anyone who needed it a little bit of fuel to keep them going. So anyone who had a full tank was actually siphoning it out and donating it off to everyone else so that everyone could still get around. And I just thought that was really gorgeous because it was going to be three days till the fuel boat got fixed. And um, I was just totally impressed at the way everyone banded together to solve the problem. And that's the kind of community I think it is in the Cook Islands. I was really amazed but they do, another funny thing, they have a local bus which, which just goes around the island, but they have clockwise and anti-clockwise. So you just go to the side of the road, you either want clockwise or anti-clockwise, and it's just $5 a ticket, and that just is like a single ride. So you could go around the entire island 10 times for your $5, or you can just go four or five stops. So, and, and then if you want to go the other direction, you just catch the anti-clockwise bus. So, nice and simple, but it totally works. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And while you're talking about money, what currency do they use? They use um, New Zealand dollar, but they do have a Cook Island currency. The thing is, though, with a Cook Island currency, you can't really exchange it when you leave. So, therefore, you need to... Um, either use New Zealand or spend it all spend it <laughs> yeah go crazy yeah. is it relatively cheap on the streets kind of thing for no, a taxi I, I don't think Cook Islands is cheap actually no. um it's not expensive either but it's on par with Australia so okay. what we would spend here we can kind of expect to spend there um it's pretty dollar for dollar really fine. what about the visas we don't need, if you're on an Australian passport, you don't need a visa. Um, okay. Obviously, other passport holders are different. What are the attractions of the land kind of thing? Okay. Um, so, most people go to Cook Islands because they want a beach destination. So, mainly water activities. Snorkeling, diving. Kayaking, uh, fishing. Surfing. Not surfing, not really, because... Um, it's better off to go to the Philippines. Well, it's or... a reef, yeah. so, yeah, well, better off. You know, we've got great surf beaches in Australia, you know, really. But um, 
Yeah, more of a ocean or sort of a snorkeling kind of in inside the lagoon. Mm-hmm. But there are um, the great jungle walks. There's waterfalls. You can hire a scooter and head inside to the middle of the island. Um, there, it's a really big destination for pearls. So a lot of people do the pearl farm, you know, pearl demonstrations and uh, go and have a look at that. But there's very, it's not a shopping destination. There's very few shops and things like that. There's a few little shops and boutiques and you can get some goods. But, um, you know, pearls are their big shop, really. What did you say consists of the main town, the biggest town? The the main town is just um, maybe... 12, a dozen shops, 20, 20 shops, which includes, you know, the chemist, the pharmacy, the the liquor shop, the supermarket, and a yacht club, and uh, just a one-way street, straight through the middle of it That's sort of crazy. thing. So, but it's it's got kind of everything you need. It's, um, it's a cool little town. And for kids and teens and adults, you can pretty much do all the same things yeah well they have um some really good resorts there which cater for families so you've got um the pacific the rarotongan edgewater there's a whole lot of also villas and beachfront houses and they do cater for for families so they operate some of them operate kids club they have um actual playrooms but once again, most of the activities for the kids will be beach-based. So even if they're with the kids' club, they might be playing beach soccer, they might be doing crab racing. Volleyball. Sandcastles, volleyball. Yeah, a whole lot of different stuff. You can, of course, take day trips or you can go and stay on one of the other islands as well. Um, so you can combine an, another island with your Rarotonga stay. And like Adataki is a really popular island. It's where they shot one of the Survivor series. Um, you know the show Survivor where they drop them on the beautiful tropical island? They shot that at Atataki and it is absolutely stunning. The lagoon there is beautiful. Um, that picture-perfect water, blue, blue, blue sort of turquoise water. And you can go and do that as a day trip or you can actually go and stay out there as well. And they have some really nice resorts too which cater for families. So there's heaps of islands... Yep. that make up the Cook Islands. Yep. Can you just go between them or are some of them even not They're quite habitated? spread out, so you need to fly. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you wanted to go to Adataki, you would actually uh, go to the international airport and or the uh, to the domestic section and jump on a plane and it takes you about, I think from memory it's about 45 minutes to fly. So they're very spread out group of islands. They're not right next to each other. Would you recommend just go to the main, which island? Uh, Rarotonga. I think uh, for a lot of families, if you've only got limited time, say five nights, yes, probably go just to one island. But if, but perhaps do Adataki as a you can do it as a day trip where you fly out in the morning, you have a whole day out there and you fly back. But if you've got longer, say if you've got 10 days, I would definitely recommend heading out to one of the other islands because they are totally different actually Um, and very beautiful. And if you love, you know, I went snorkelling in Adataki with the most enormous fish I've ever seen. 
It, the plane you're talking about, is it one of those small ones that flies No, low? they're quite a they're quite a decent sized plane. So they I think the one I went on had, you know, 30 seats or something like that. Oh, so they are quite small. They're yeah, not they're, they're not, not a, a they're not a massive Brisbane to Sydney flight. No, but but they're not one of the little tiny six seater. Is that what you thought, listeners? <laughs> I always think in that too. They're not a tiny six seater, you know, that flies really low. They're they're like a you know, a They're medium, medium sized plane. Okay. But I, some of the best snorkeling I've like with not coral and things like that, but with big fish, uh, some of the best snorkeling I, I've ever done with manta rays and massive fish at, can, at Adataki. Can you spear fish? I wouldn't. No, I think it's Marine Park. Oh, They're just okay. too beautiful. <laughs> well, some people like that. I know, but and and that's fine. But I think there's there's different areas for that, and I'm pretty sure it's a marine park. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any other tips for people going to Cook Islands? Um, I think Cook Islands is perfect for people that want a really low key, no stress, no fuss holiday destination. Oh, and one thing they do have, they have a great market every Saturday morning, which you must go to if you're there on a Saturday. And the other great thing they have is Sunday church. If you are going past a church on a Sunday. um, Why is that? It's quite spectacular because the Cook Islanders all dress and they wear hats. Um, The ladies all wear white and they wear hats and they sing the most amazing songs you can think of. And uh, they have amazing voices and everyone on the whole island heads to church on a Sunday morning. So don't miss that if you're there and don't miss the markets on a Saturday. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, the people are very, very uh, casual. Nothing happens quickly in the Cook Islands. Don't expect to order your drink and have it in front of you in 30 seconds. That's not going to happen but they will greet you with the most beautiful smiles and you can't not relax in the Cook Islands. I think it's impossible, but it's not a big, busy holiday destination. It's very slow and quite adorable, really. (laughs) Quite a lovely tropical destination. I think what you imagine a um, small tropical island to be. Okay, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thank you very much. And um, if you'd like to get to the Cook Islands, where do you go? BYOKids.com.au. We've always got amazing deals actually going to the Cook Islands. It's one of our uh, favourite ones to send families. So, yeah, check us out online, BYOKids.com.au. Okay, I'm going to leave you with the uh, fact of the show. The fun fact? You ready? I think you already touched on it. But anyway, are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. The Cook Islands are one of the largest producers of black pearls. Yes, Did you know that? I did know that. And they have beautiful pearl shops and you can buy some amazing pearls while you're there. Hey, as a last question, can Mm -hmm. you actually go get them yourself? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I didn't see anything like that. Um, Yeah. But they do have some other cool little businesses there. They do have their own little brewery and they have their own coconut uh, uh, manufacturing 
coconut oil plant and things like that. So they have some other little cool places you can visit. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>